calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, wherever podcasts are available. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. to fire team chat ign's destiny show thank you so much for joining us joining me in the studio today is sean finnegan chop chop steven rue what's up and cj is on the way back very happy to say he'll be back on the show shortly today's episode is going to be all about reacting to the black armory giving us our thought giving our thoughts and our first impressions of what that content is so guys black armory is out Mm -hmm. and i don't like it i know (laughs) We know. It's it's uh, about 45 minutes of content. If you're light level 600, basically what you do is you do the grind on the EDZ and then you go into the raid and you kill people and then the grind's done. And then it opens up a recommended light level 610 activity, which is match made, which is a positive, and uh, you can't beat it unless you're a super tryhard. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? Well, so me and Steven beat it last night. With who? Uh, Teddy. Yeah. As if that disqualifies us from having done it, <laughs> you say. Uh, yeah, so hold on. Impressions. Yeah, I think it's interesting because after beating it, you get a little bit of a better glimpse of what Bungie is trying to do with these forges and the idea that there's going to be multiple forges coming in the future where we unlock weapons mm-hmm. for a week-long or we- sort of uh, week-long activity. It seems like it might actually be an interesting thing to do on the regular. 
because uh, the forges. Yeah, because so for instance, both Steve or you know both Steven and I completed it, and the role he got and the shader he got on the machine gun that you earned from that first time is yeah. like far superior to the one that I got. So I can see myself doing this once, twice, three times per week. Um, just to get that god roll of the item, whatever you're trying to unlock. So yeah. it seems like there's something replayable there. So did you have to power up or anything? Did you do it at 600? Did you do all the weeklies and everything to get this around 610? So I was at 600 when Black Armory dropped. And yeah. then by the time we jumped in, I was right between 602 and 603. I'd yeah. gotten like a couple of small 601 or 602 upgrades from one or two weeklies and the mm-hmm. dailies and stuff like that. Just like some random powerful income drops. And that's where I was at. But I was the lowest and least effective in our group. Steven, you were like 607 or 608, right? 609, 609. Yeah, and then Teddy was 610, 612 Mm -hmm. in that area. Yeah, I'm 610 right now. I'm going to be hopping back in probably with Teddy and some of the other people on the raid crew either today or tonight. But at the time when it launched, we were doing it around 602. Only had two. We were matchmaking with the Blueberry and that's kind of hit or miss, but they're all coming in around 600. And what really, really bothers me about the content is a, the quest is absolutely ridiculous. You go to spider, you get a card, you go in. She's like, you can't be here. Oh, yeah. have this broken bus. That's so, oh, you're good. Steven and I it's were talking ridiculous. Steven yeah. and I were talking a little <laughs> bit about that. Yeah. It's yeah, laughably terrible. No, the way he <laughs> described it, what well, I thought was really funny, like. Just figuring out where the black armory is to yeah. get in the yeah. beginning. Dude, like, okay, for, the tower was destroyed <laughs> and we rebuilt the tower, right? Yeah. Who the hell made the black armory? <laughs> how did none of us know? And how did no one there? know the black armory was there? Like, I didn't know where the black armory was. And then when it said go to the tower, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. You go all the way downstairs. I don't think to myself, who in the world made this room? Let this person in here <laughs> let her put a guns in here yeah like how did no one know about this and she like <laughs> she totally hates guardians mm-hmm. at least at the beginning except like, for you yeah no no because she, you went and farmed a bunch of planetary materials she's or like totally against guardians yeah. so like the idea that like zavala and ikora were like yeah we'll let you you know be in the just basement saying, here like mm-hmm. it just I doesn't just thought that was really funny. make I just any thought sense that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah it was really funny yeah. when you're like all right, Black Armory, I'm going to go do this thing. And like they're like, go to the tower. And you're like, wait, it's in the tower? Because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Stephen was like, when he was telling me, uh, he was like, where do you, he was like, guess where your Black Armory is. And I was like, where's the least interesting place that it could be? The tower. And goes, that's exactly <laughs> where it is. And I was like, oh my God. So that was a little bit of a bummer. And then I thought that there well, was What about the bit, quest? What about the quest, Sean? Um, the quest is relatively straightforward, right? Like, but is it good? Is this what you you wanted? Because for me, it's literally go to a planet, kill some fallen. All right. Now kill the big guy. Yeah. All right. He's dead. Open the box. All right. Now go kill a bunch of stuff, and then you can do the fort. Yeah. So, I mean, you're oversimplifying a little bit, but not really. No. Basically, what you're supposed to do is kill a bunch of different enemies uh, with – like one, you have to kill a bunch of enemies. I can tell you the quest. I did it this morning. Yeah. Kill the fallen. Kill the boss, open the chest yep. to get the masterwork core. Kill the hive, kill the hive. Get double power. kill, got double kills with a heavy machine gun, kill yep. powerful hive. Yep. Um, kill powerful enemies, which you go into the raid and do. And then times. do it again. And then do it again in the raid. And then you can go into Archon's Fort. Yeah. 
Arcot. Or, sorry, sorry. Uh, Volander. Volander. Volander Forge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's pretty straightforward, uh, but I don't think that that's the part that you should be focusing on, right? Like, that's the, that's the attunement, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing that so that you can unlock the forge, right? Yeah. So to me, the fact that it's, and it took me, you know, it took me like 30 minutes to do that part. Yeah, that part's very. So it's not all that difficult. So mm-hmm. the fact that it's not, uh, super engaging and amazing it doesn't really bother me all that much. But like you said, yeah. I am I am on the record many times as saying like I would have loved for that stuff to be more story oriented and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I'm coming from with this is that it's you know Bungie was pretty clear that all of this stuff is going to be end game activities and mm-hmm. end game stuff that isn't you know it's for players who are looking at that end game right. Mm-hmm. And so we can't really be unhappy with the fact that it is. Oh, I can be unhappy if I want to be unhappy, Sean. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't be unhappy because this is a, a terrible expansion that they're charging $12 for. I'm really upset about this. <laughs> I am allowed See, to would... feel how I feel. You can feel how you feel and the rest of the community can feel how they feel, but they are charging people money to add matchmaking to a blind wall like activity. And we're going to talk about the, the Volander, but you call, but you call this twelve dollars, right? You can't buy Black Armory separately, right? You're right. It's thirty five dollars, and this ex- this so, type of content is going to take us until next year. So you're so what you're really angry about is that you've paid for something that you think is just this, but there's you know weeks and weeks more of this. There thing. are weeks and weeks more of it. Imagine you're a five hundred to five fifty level guardian and you've paid for the annual pass. You've done all the other content. Maybe you've even rated at that light level and you're like, oh the black armory's out. I'm gonna go play it. You get this terrible quest where you go do a bunch of grindy thing, then you get to the Volander's Forge and you can't do it. I mean, you're probably not going to be able to do it for a month or two even though there is the new catch-up mechanic with the But Bungie the, with the said end. everyone knew that this was endgame content. Yeah. So if you were, if you bought black, if you bought the annual pass expecting to be able to jump right in and do something crazy at 540 or whatever level, then that's on you. Like that's an expectation problem, not Bungie's problem, I think. They've mar- all they've done in marketing is show you the new weapons. They did a Vidoc talking about what it is mm-hmm. at Rarely, but in that Vidoc, they did say this is all endgame. It's endgame content that yeah. nobody can access unless you're at the light level cap for the pre for Forsaken, which is the endgame. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's I, ridiculous. Some in? people yeah, are no, paying thirty five dollars for this <laughs> and they can't play it. That's their fault. So, I we were all six hundred when Black Army uh, dropped, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So initially, like the first five six hours, I felt like what Destin feels right now. It. The problem is, is it doesn't feel like we got a brand new DLC because sure. we had to do the same content until we got to like 608, 610, right? Yeah. And then you can do the forge. Mm-hmm. Like realistically, you can have a chance of beating the forge. And it doesn't feel like we got a new DLC, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Because we just had to this, do the same stuff again. And to jump off of that, Steven, yeah. this feels like something that should have just been added to the game. Oh, I hate that argument. To though. add Everyone progression. Everyone says that. If they marked it as Destiny 1, we should have gotten Last Wish, which was part of so that they, original $60. <laughs> hey, you know what else <laughs> was part of that? Even if it was three years later. <laughs> you know what else was part of that? Trials, which is gone. Yeah, but... The, the, the faction rallies, which are gone... But okay. we know but that Destiny is not the same type of game as World of Warcraft where all the content just accumulates over expansion. It's not that game. Yeah, but I'm happy that I'm going to have something to do for months. The player base is going to bail on this game, and all that's going to be left are the people that are willing to yeah, do this okay, activity. So exactly, and that's, that sucks. That's what I was getting to. I'm worried that 
a lot of people who aren't at the 600 light level, they're going to they're have to grind for at least another month, right? And I don't know if they're going to stick around for that. So I'm worried. I'm worried about the player base because to them, it's not going to seem like they're going to have anything new to do for three weeks, right? Like they, they're not going to be able to do the raid because it's going to be like 630 or something. So that's what I'm worried about player base wise. However, after I did do the forge with Sean and we mm-hmm. did complete it, I started to understand where they were taking this. And you know how they were saying they don't want every, they don't want us to burn it through the content day one. They want it to be like a buffet that never ends. Yeah. And I can see how they're doing it. Like every weapon is going to be a random roll. Mm-hmm. All the, all the forge weapons are going to be a random roll. And then there's another set, although they're reskinned. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's random rolls on that. And what you're going to do is you're going to be going through that long grind to get that weapon constantly for the next couple months or so my only worry though is once everyone is at that light level and the difficulty of forge doesn't matter and it's just strictly farming for weapons Mm -hmm. if those weapons aren't stellar aren't stellar like the ep shoddy or like if there's no reason for me to grind any of those weapons because there's other better meta weapons then where's all the content right and that that's the crux of it Let's talk about the event, the forge itself. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's interesting or compelling? Because it's I like the blind well. It's exactly. And how do you feel about the blind well right now? It's boring. How do you feel about escalation protocol right now? Well, how I feel about it is escalation I protocol like when escalation it first protocol. came out. I really like how mm-hmm. difficult it is right now. Yeah. But yeah. now when you do escalation protocol, it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the forge is going to turn out to be, unless and- the the next forge is yeah. well, so that's the other thing is i have a little bit of faith i hope that the next forge is something different like i hope the mechanics are different Instead i hope it's killing I hope, things yeah. yeah i hope every forge is different like if it's just the same thing where you're killing ads throwing balls at the forge in a mm. different location that's a little boring but yeah. like the I idea i think it'll be different yeah but the idea that like steven said if the goal if the end game is collecting the perfect role of weapons right yeah. that's what it's yeah right so the idea that every week or every two weeks or whatever, there's going to be a new forge and a new god roll to chase, and that at least for a couple of weeks, it mm-hmm. might be pretty tough for people. I think that's more than enough for twelve dollars. I will say this: I'm interested. I'm interested in chasing the weapons. You can't buy it individually, so it's thirty-five. Actually, right? Because you, you get you get, the, you get the annual pass. If you break it apart, it's about twelve with taxes and all that crap. I'm basically just using your <laughs> words against you. Is what I'm okay? Saying. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It is twelve dollars <clears throat> and. This is an ever-evolving game. They have to figure out a way to do this, but they're in a tricky spot where now they're releasing content that is basically stuff that normally the player base has expected to happen throughout the game as it evolves. Trials of Osiris comes out. That's a regular activity we can do. Iron Banner is a regular activity. New uh, Forges would seem like something that Faction Rally should have been. And... They're charging us for that now, and that's where I take issue. And also, I think it's really uh, not going to be compelling content by week four because if you go look at all those bounties, all those bounties are go grind, do a thing, which is like what Destiny is. And so I just think it's really poorly imagined, and I'm really disappointed with with what it ends up being, even though I have stuff to chase. I think – I do agree with Steven. I do think they're in a tricky spot right now because yeah. there is this perception, and even I, who am defending Black Armory at this point, I do like even I recognize that I think that a lot of people don't feel like we got a new expansion. I think that's because of things that I was hoping to get that yeah. we didn't get. Like so, for instance, there's not much of a 
story behind the Black Armory that's explained in that quest. Like, mm-hmm. you're not really fleshing out Ada One as a new character, although there's like a hint of it, you know, like, why is she so distrustful of Guardians? Doesn't yeah. matter. Next part of the story, right? <laughs> like, that's kind of how it's treated. I think the, if those things were integrated, we might feel like it's new content because yeah. all of the new content we've gotten before has included a new campaign and new characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the issue. But I think like this idea, I think we have, I think as, as regular Destiny players, I think the community has to give Bungie the, de- the benefit of the doubt here, right? This is a brand new format of distributing content that they have never tried before. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't be so hot-headed to write it off immediately, literally a day after it yeah. released. Because – Yeah, we're good chance this before the raid comes out. Yeah, so good chance contact. that – like yeah, so that's the other thing is like – so we tried whatever we, – we tried the blind well, right? We mm-hmm. tried the forge and we're – some of us are, you know – okay on it some of us are not so okay on it right but like we have a raid coming up mm-hmm. in like a week or two right there's other stuff that's coming down the pipeline on a regular basis yeah. like mm-hmm. i want to see where we're all at by week five or six yeah and then how does that collection of content feel for what we're doing regular like on the regular you know yeah activity this, wise and this stuff. annual pass has parsed out the content all the way past january to the next thing that we're getting and then it'll take us all the way to the the following september when i assume and hope we get a larger larger expansion of some sort yeah like we're gonna have to try out all the forges the raid and there's that do you guys know about you guys yeah Mm -hmm. there's like that secret mystery exotic quest do you guys know about like the secret in the forge there's a maze or something well if you get the machine gun um the the forged weapons they show markings on the boxes mm-hmm. and that's how you like supposedly unlock this exotic quest and i think that's awesome like we need that it, i like it it seems what was the gun um from <sighs> wrath of the machine the pulse rifle what the, you had to do binary code what was it called oh, oh optimum uh, uh Pro, something prime. outbreak prime outbreak prime it, yeah. it's like it reminds me of that so i i think we need to wait and actually get all the content first before exactly. We do it. However, I think it's interesting because players do feel like they're getting chipped out of their money because it doesn't feel like a new DLC. Like we didn't get that like first new story mission mm-hmm. to like make it signify that we are in DLC. And I was thinking about this earlier. Do you remember in D1 whenever we got a new DLC, we got new music and a new menu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think psychologically that plays kind of a role into it. Like, oh yeah, it feels like you're not getting anything new because you're always getting that same music and launch screen and then you're not doing any new content for like 10 hours yeah i mean i i definitely agree with you there and i think that that is part of it is psychological but that's what i'm that's kind of what i'm trying to get at. Yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's psychological right now it's a day after the con it's it's a day after the content's dropped let's see what that content feels like psychologically five weeks from now when there's five times new stuff maybe mm-hmm. we've unlocked some exotic quests maybe people have made more progress on finding out what that exotic is right now that's in the forge. And who knows, like maybe one of those weapons or two of those weapons that come from the forge is like amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I hope. Because like, yeah. if they're not, there's no point to do the forge. Here's, right. an, here's another thing. So Forsaken is known for having an extremely shallow loot pool. And it feels like they took out a bunch of really cool weapons, put them in this content, and they're like, oh, we're going to take out like 20 weapons and that's going to be what the Black Armory is, and people are going to grind to achieve these, and then that'll be our first expansion. This also sets a precedent for what we can expect for the other pieces of content in the annual pass, one of which does not have a raid. The next one, yeah. Yeah, the next one does not have a raid, and then the last one does have a raid. So we're going to get a raid. We're going to have a pretty good idea of what the the forges are, and uh, 
yeah, I just I don't know. I this is really weird. And every time I think about it, and I try and if I were to answer somebody's question, should I buy this? I'd be like, no. Well, what light yeah, level I mean, are you? Are you five? A, are you five hundred? No, then just don't buy it. But that's such a like. Do you see why I think that's like a very presumptuous thing? It's like, you know, it's it's telling someone. It's like watching the first two minutes of a movie and being like, "Is this movie good? Should you watch it? Yes or no?" So what like, we people can spend their money today, and IGN.com has to recommend this to people or not recommend it. To okay, people. well, I mean, that's a responsibility that I have. That's right a difficult now. position to be right? in as a reviewer. I yeah, totally. Understand I can't that, wait until but January. I'm not a reviewer, and I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to mm-hmm. say that because of so how. So you game. would tell your friends to pick this up if they're five fifty. Uh, if, why? If There's they were nothing. Do, if they were. Big Destiny fans. And yeah, if they're like, if, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like if someone, it's <laughs> if a Destiny, if if you're really into Destiny, and you came yeah. up to me and you're like, should I buy this? I'd be like, yeah. If you're really into Destiny, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's just like it's funny because like we've been talking about how we want to cater it to the end game and the hardcore players, and it seems like That's it is. This doing is it, yeah, but yeah, it it kind of sucks because it doesn't feel like we got any new DLC because you have to get to the end game doesn't feel like that yet so now yes exactly yeah. but now bungie's in this in this situation where it's like you guys wanted end game you guys wanted hardcore but now you guys are sh- like well that's exactly yeah. <laughs> you guys are you guys are pooping on us that's for making it difficult what did i i said this on the show before mm-hmm. like before black armor came out like i'll bet you that when this comes out and everyone and uh everyone who was saying we want more regular week-to-week yeah. new con or er, content to be able to do all of those people are going to be like, no, we want $20, like significant expansions. <laughs> like that's what this is, right? Like everyone, I mean, yeah. not everyone. I'm cautiously, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'd say most people expected more than what we got with Black Armory. Yeah, but I'd we're week so. one of 12, you know? That's the thing is like, just have some context. We're like, week one of, right? yeah, 12, cause it'll be three months, right? Yeah, ish, right? So mm-hmm. like, there's 12, ideally, like that's the thing is, if we come, if come week 10 or 12 and all the forges are the same and the raid is not cool and the weapons suck, then yes, I will agree with you mm-hmm. that we can definitively say it wasn't worth the $12 or whatever it costs yeah. for this chunk, right? But like, we don't know we're there yet. So just if you're a fan and you trust that Destiny's been listening, uh, the Bungie's been listening to people about the community, uh, or what people in the community have been saying about Destiny lately, and I feel like they have because Forsaken's yeah. been in a good state. Oh, yeah, they have. For Let's sure. give them the benefit of the doubt and allow them to carry out a plan that proves to us that you know this stuff is worth doing and worth the money. Yeah, it's th- week one of twelve. I think there's a few ways. Day one of day one. <laughs> day two. Day two. Day yeah, two. I think there's a few ways they could have done this a little bit better. A, the raid comes three days after it, mm-hmm. and it's six fifty. Would you rather have it uh, next week? Next Friday, they probably should have waited one more week for the radio. Or, or hear me out. Yeah, the ghost of Fran just wants more power per hour. No, like it can be three I'll, days after, as long as we're jumping five, ten light levels an hour. Which I'll we're not. I'll, I'll be light level ready for the raid for yeah, Friday, you know but what? most people are not going to be accessing that content God for months. <laughs> and and if if you look at where like where last wishes right now, <clears throat> a lot of people have beaten that. And the people that have beaten that, maybe they'll take one person through, but the community is not playing that raid. Actually, that's not the point. This raid arguably is more exclusive than Last Wish was because the soft cap stayed the same at around like, what was it, like 560 or something? Yeah. They didn't, In the raid or before it? No, like the blue engrams and stuff. Like mm-hmm. everyone, when everyone started Forsaken, 580. We, we were all like, what was it, 350 or something? Mm-hmm. 
Oh God, four hundred. You had you had more ways to climb yeah, power. Yeah, like blue saying. angry. Yeah, there was so many ways to climb power. Now you have a week of milestones, and if you weren't at six hundred, you're not. You're going to miss a week. Basically, people are going to be already ahead of you. So this raid is actually more light exclusive than the last wish, if you think about it. Here, here's why it upsets. Here's why I get upset about things in Destiny. I think about how it's going to impact the community, and to me, this is going to even further fracture the community than it already was. When we had that raid conversation, people were like on Fran and Andrea's side and people were on our side, Sean. And now you've taken that already split group and you're going to split this group again. So it's continually fracturing these little community pockets that Destiny has. Most players are probably 540 to 580 right now. Most people are not 580 to 6. Okay, but like – I don't understand how that's a bungee. I don't know understand how bungee solves that problem. Like if, the, mm. like, I did, I just I, find it. I find yeah. it a little backwards that people are so concerned about fracturing the community, and those people haven't bothered to play the game enough to get up to the end game. Yeah, wouldn't like, you? Wouldn't you say your statement is a byproduct of them focusing more to the hardcore devote fan devoted fan base, like? If you partially, if, yeah, yeah. If you if you make your game more end gamey and hard, hardcore, it, you're gonna fracture a lot of people, right? Yeah, you'll. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a great term, but like you'll alienate the casual players, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but that's something. Like one, I've I've always wanted Destiny to do yeah. because I like games that are hardcore and deep and meaningful. Uh, but like, I think that there's like, there's a little bit of a dissonance there, right? Like, I don't think you can do both at the same time, right? Like, there's no way that you can cater, uh, your game content wise and price wise to the people mm-hmm. who play it most and who are most engaged with it. And also make sure that that content works for the people who only play it an hour every month. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't work that way. I, I can agree with you totally on the, the premise that chasing these end games weapons is going to be interesting and something that you continually do. Try and get your god roll. They're definitely desirable. I, I love, uh, machine guns. So they're one of my favorite weapons in the game. Would you agree about that part of it? That, the part of that like, chasing the weapons, chasing weapons. yeah, that's going to be fun yeah. and interesting. Yeah, it seems um, like if that's, the the, are... that's the format they're leaning toward mm-hmm. to trickle out content. But here, I have a question for you, Dustin. Yeah, would you? I was going to elaborate on that. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, but would you be? How would you feel? How you feel now as like super negative toward the whole thing? <laughs> if the first forge was light level recommended six hundred, and instead of six thirty, um, well, the boss is six thirty. My issue isn't. I don't care about the power level requirement. I'm going to get there. I'm going to do the forge like after this show. Yeah. I almost did it at like 600. Yeah. Right. So, so my issue isn't with the power level. My issue is with more so the fact that they've, they're going to alienate a huge chunk of the community and that could be damaging to destiny going forward. People are going to be really upset about this. And that sucks because that means less people that I can play with. And it in the long term ends up hurting the game that I want to continue to play. For a long time. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I, I do think this is going to alienate a bunch of people in the community. To address that, I think they could have had uh, difficulty settings like, you know, they had in D1. You had like normal, medium, hard basically on yeah. everything in Destiny 1. That's not available in the Forge at all. Uh, the drops, if you don't complete it for round one or round two, are non-existent basically. I think you get a blue. It's two tokens and a blue. It's two tokens <laughs> and a blue, which is a problem. And uh, – so did you like the narrative that was delivered with Ada 
going into the Black Armory. What narrative? Exactly. <laughs> it's not there. Did you like did you like the grind? Is that interesting and compelling? Like to get to the forge? To get to the forge. I mean, no, I, that's what we've been doing. To be time. honest though, yeah. I did not expect that quest like to frame or to forge or frame to, to ever be something fun or in depth. Yeah. Like I expected to kill a bunch of things. Yeah. yeah. What bothers me is we're introduced to this character, we're given this very easy to come up with quest line of just kill stuff. Yeah. Basically. And it just seems really uninspired. It's like they didn't even really try. They introduced some new stuff in the world. You kill the big guys. You, you get your one thing that you need. And then you, you go into the forge and you do it. And the forge is going to be boring in like a week or two. That, that's my once worry. you've done it. That's, my it's going to be blind well. It's going to be escalation protocol. They're cool. They're interesting events, but it's like once you have all the gear, you're done. You never need to do that content again, and maybe we're only going to need one piece of gear from that event. Well, I mean, I'm still holding my breath a little bit, right? Like there is this, there is this hope that the forges are different, right? Yeah, there's going to be a couple. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be different. Right? There's one so, on Friday. Like, hopefully, it isn't like the Blindwell or EP where it's literally every time the same thing and the well, same mechanics. Yeah, I think it's in a new location. Yeah, and I hope that's not the only thing that's different. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. like I, okay, baseline, it has to be in a different location, mm, yeah. right? It's a different forge. But then if it's if it's still like kill the glowing dudes and throw the balls, yeah. like that would also suck. I would like for it to be something different because yeah. if every one of them's different, at least there's variation in that and that is that feels more like new content. Yeah, right? they're going to be different. For like sure. I said though, I yeah. still have that same concern where like the event as I played it right now, it's fun because it's difficult, but it won't be difficult when I'm 6:30 or 6:50. Just, yeah, just so to, just to play devil's advocate. I remember everyone loved EP when it first came out because it was so difficult and it was yeah. it was super fun. But now, if you think about it, it's very easy, right? Yeah. And they even implemented uh, if you get to the wave seven boss and kill it, you can start at wave start six at again. Six, yeah. So what ne- what it is now EP is you just want to get it done as fast as possible, try to get that weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think maybe in a couple of weeks that we just want the forest to be done as soon as possible, so just we can grind these random roll weapons yeah but i mean like i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing right because yeah. how, if i'm bungee how do i fix that right oh guess what that forge you already did a billion times well now it's we have to use it to forge a new weapon and this weapon's awesome like yeah i think yeah. the missed opportunity is actually in no store like not giving the weapons or uh ada any backstory or personality or yeah. lore right like imagine if th- that grind is boring to unlock the forge and the forge itself. You could see it becoming boring after time. Yeah. But like, think about when you get the weapon. Yeah. Think about like, Oh, what a, but I'm unlocking this legendary weapon. Like, mm-hmm. on, like no guardian has ever used this weapon before. They've never been allowed to touch it or whatever it is. Like, just give me backstory that makes the weapon seem like it's desirable from mm-hmm. a story standpoint. And that alone will feel like new content. Like, I yeah. think that. That's the missed opportunity. Yeah, it would be there. cool if you got the weapon. Go back to when she says something about the weapon. Yeah, like I don't even remember what it is. The weapon that I got, like, what's it called? Hammerhead. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. That's what yeah. It's yeah. Like I didn't even remember what it's called because it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm really glad you have the stance that you have because I was going to try and explain why I don't like it and why I like it. I like that there is new end game stuff that is being uh, spaced mm-hmm. out. I think it's weird that. Um, it's twelve dollars. It's weird that we have to pay for them keeping the the game going with end game content. <laughs> but I don't mind paying for a raid. Why is that weird know? though? Like, so for instance, uh, 
I think what Dustin World of Warcraft, think, we, we pay $15 yeah, a month. And yeah. that $15 a month, it's not like it goes towards one, maintaining everything, but then yeah. two, developing new content, right? Which we get, which players get every couple of months or whatever, right? I, this is that, yeah, right? Yeah. You pay one, it's $35 and you get however many months of content it is. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. what Dustin is trying to say is because the activity is so shallow, we're essentially just paying 12 bucks to see our number to get 650 instead of 600, right? <laughs> Yeah, the, the yeah. event's pretty lackluster. You just go in there, you kill ads, you just throw the ball. Yeah. But I mean, know? that's like what a, mm-hmm. I, I guess in every game, like wow, I, I don't play wow, but like you're paying for that higher progression level. And it also comes at a time when we've lost two, two pinnacle activities that th- were promised for free. Trials and they're like and... trials and faction rallies. Oh, faction factions. rallies have been removed from the game entirely. Hey, but who cares about faction rallies? <laughs> because they were so bad. If this was faction rallies. Yeah, that's why are you angry then? Like that it's gone. Like no one cared when they were in the game. <laughs> because it was set up on a roadmap of expectations that Bungie put forth as a community. And they're like, yeah, we just decided to take that away. Give us $12. Here's some repetitive <sighs> grind that you can do. I don't know. I mean, to me, like it is a discussion of value, which is subjective and it's different for everyone. But yeah. for me, there is no value in taking away or adding an event that no one cared about in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like if no one cares about it, no one even engages with it and no one even knows it's there and you take it out. That isn't value subtracted for me yeah. personally. It might be for you. It sounds like it is. But like trials, that's absolutely value. For context, added, you know, Bungie gave all of us game codes, so we don't pay anything for it. True. They right. sent us those game codes to a bunch of people in the office. I'm trying to think about the consumer who's bought this annual pass, who is a normal player, who doesn't do it for work, and what they're going to be experiencing. And it's going to be mostly negative. I agree. I agree with that. I think it's I think, a matter like, of expectation. They need to get good. Well, I mean, no, like, it's not a matter of get good. It's yeah. like get all further. the marketing. All the like, marketing, Sean, does does not make it look like – this is what it's going to be. It's seriously going to be go do the forge Destiny. for the rest of the your issues with month. marketing. You know, it's marketing terrible. better than anyone. I think, I think like it's marketing misleading. never tells the story. It's, it's always so misleading. That's what marketing does. Yeah, that's what marketing is. Mm-hmm. I think Dustin is right though. Like if I think we're we're cautiously optimistic about we we need to wait and see right. Yeah, to see if Definitely. we if we like the DLC. However, like the average consumer, the average Destiny player that doesn't play like five hours a day is going to see like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I don't want to play this anymore. They've set an expectation for four years that this content drop is going to be something compelling and interesting. And it's not. Wait, what? Four years? What are you talking about? Every content expansion that they've done that is not a big content drop since Uh, Destiny's launch, right? Has had story narrative and then are you talking about like compel- Curse of raid Osiris, compelling activities curse of osiris warmind and even before that in destiny one uh-huh. you had the i don't remember what it was dark below dark below house Rise, of wolves house of wolves right house of wolves was skolas yes another activity and then this one is like hey we took out the story part that's interesting and you just get the activities now and, I mean, and that's where i'm kind of like that's weird to me. I feel like I'm the only one who ever fights for story and narrative and stuff, so that shouldn't be such a huge issue. But mm-hmm. I feel like they were pretty clear about what this kind of content was going to be. Like for they said, the it was end game content. Right? Yeah. Like what is the end game? 
Mm-hmm. It's chasing weapons for the god roll. Mm-hmm. It's doing the same activities over and over again to get the perfect thing. And it's it's as a as a guardian, it's working on something, right? Like when you're playing Destiny, it's what are you working on, right? Like I'm still chasing that dredging title. Like I'm getting really yeah. close, right? Like everyone who plays the game regularly is trying to achieve mm-hmm. some goal, right? This is now a format which allows Bungie to give every week guardians potential to do a new goal. Yeah. To set a new goal. And so I can see how everyone's pissed now because right now there's only one goal, right? Go do it's just the, go this do the forge. forge. It's just this yeah. weapon, right? But next week there will Friday. be another one. Yeah. No, then, this Friday there will be another one. Friday there will be another one. And yeah. then right after that, another one, another one. And it'll be like this for months. So mm. I think that is a good point. I just, do. Yeah, I'm just. I get I'm the like, philosophy. Too early. Like, I'm totally, way I'm too totally to saying what you're saying when you're yeah. evaluating what's in front of us right now. My point yeah. is that let's have some perspective and recognize that this is part one of twelve. Sean, not playing the angry guy part. I know. <laughs> I mean, weird. But I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. It's way too just early. Jump have ship. some patience. Have it's some way, perspective. Way too early. Yeah. Jump ship. Like. We knew that this was going to – we talked about it at length on the show, right? This is a brand new way that they're going to try putting out content. Let's give it a shot to be good because here's the thing. It might not be good, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then we can voice our concerns then. But let's not write it off immediately because yeah. what if it is good in the future? Like what if, you know, let's say the first month, it's a little – they have Bungie has a little bit of a rough go at it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the community, as they always do, voices their concerns, and the Reddit threads are popping up. Hey, here's how this could be better. Yeah. How's, here's how it's bad right now, and how do, we might fix it. And what do you know? Like six months from now, we're in another amazing spot where we've now changed the way Bungie can distribute content. And guess what? It's amazing. Like, uh, yeah, we should hope for that. We should I, give them the chance to get there. I honestly don't know how I'm going to totally feel about it until the next one launches, because then we'll have context for the amount of time that we spent on these things. Because I think after we get the drops from this week, maybe we'll do it like we're going to be 650 in two weeks, three weeks tops us in this room. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be bored again. You know, it's going to be interesting to see well, if this manages to swing us along. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, yeah. I mean, the raid. I think TL, a new raid. Yeah, I think yeah. TLDR. Friday. I'm cautiously optimistic about how they're doing things from now on. Although I do think the the roadblock in the first hours of the DLC to get to the new content was disheartening. You mean like you had to be 600? Yes, and even when we were at 600, we were just doing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, until like mm-hmm. we got to the forge. But I think once you're at that level, I think it could be really good. I like matchmaking. I'll give them that. They finally added matchmaking. The public activity is. <laughs> guess what? It's exactly as I thought it would be, right? How's it playing with a blueberry who you can't talk to? Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. What do you know? Why do you think they haven't put it in raids? Yeah. Because it's terrible. I, I I was never on the side where I I totally understand why they don't have matchmaking raids. Like, no, I get it's, it. It's yeah. bad like, now because it's really difficult. But when everybody's 650, it's not going to be bad. You're going to be tearing like, through it and you'll true. have that blueberry to help you. Ever, you. you ever sure. had to do like mm-hmm. – like, I so I've been grinding Gambit solo yeah. a lot because I'm trying to get that title. Mm-hmm. You know how frustrating it is to play with morons. Like that's what happens in matchmaking, dude. Like, mm-hmm. well, here's another thing. You know how frustrating it is. Like you're in a group of six for a raid, yeah. And someone for was like, hold on, I need to take a phone call. I can't talk for thirty minutes. That alone is yeah. frustrating. Yeah, so yeah. Can you imagine I, matchmaking I with strangers? I was definitely in a match where we had seventy three moats, and two of my player, two of my teammates went. And grab 15. Mm-hmm. Two of them. I'm following them around, shooting them, mailing them, being like, hey, dude, just don't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, either one of you, like, the, the other one, just you go can, put them in the you thing. You can go grab 15 if oh, you want. Oh, we're just checking out this cool gambit yeah. thing. And I'm just like, 
<laughs> I'm trying to get the meatball. I'm trying to win here. Like it's really hard. I can't yeah. talk to them because there's no like team yeah. chat or whatever. And it's funny because the the announcer's like, "Put your moat." Yeah, he in. keeps saying he it. says it over again. You yeah. got enough moats. Yeah, yeah. some of that prime evil. evil. Yeah, yeah, like he's saying it. So like, hey, buddy, either, go deposit that moat. Either their their headsets are off, or they're just idiots, or they're like they're purposely <laughs> trolling me. But like. That's why Bungie doesn't put put matchmaking in the yeah. raids because for events that it would be frustrating it, as heck. That's yeah. my alt account. I just try and match with Sean. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it would be so frustrating. And yeah. that was the other thing is like me, Steven, and Teddy. We did it. We did the mm-hmm. forge, and uh, we failed the first time. Right. We had to be perfect. Like yeah, we like, had a, we had the well melting point three supers, and yeah. we had to clear ads, and then changed we changed the strategy, and then we. We, we changed our strategy. Yeah, we mm-hmm. just made it. Like it. I, I first, could have done it last night. I made the decision to uh, spend the night with my girlfriend. So uh, I think I made the right okay. choice. You well, made, you made you're just way cooler than us. <laughs> uh, like we, you know, at, at one point we had Steven in a corner, me in another corner, Tenny in another corner. We kind of just like help each other out. Uh, by that second wave, Steven was like, we're not killing these things fast. Yeah. Enough. We need to be way more efficient. So we group up and we just ran in a circle all together, yeah. chaining our supers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that made it way more effective. So even just making a strategic change like that with someone who isn't on mic yeah. or not in your party, like, it, of course it's going to be impossible. Friggy. So I guess good job, Bungie, for implementing something the community wants. Mm-hmm. Bad job, community, for not recognizing why <laughs> they didn't do it in the first place. Because oh, once you try that. it, it's going to be frustrating. Again, it's going to be fine <laughs> unless there's something mechanically like with Escalation Protocol that the blueberries just don't get. Like when the ogre's out and nobody's shooting the exploding guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like if something like mm-hmm. that is introduced, it's going to be terrible. But for now, it's grab the ball, throw at the thing, yeah, kill, the, like, kill the bad guys. Dude, I really don't think yeah. they should ever put matchmaking to raids. And I, I'm probably going to get flamed for that comp, but it's going to be – Ugh, it's gonna yeah. be messy. They try oh, yeah, no. out of games. So I want them to do it just so everyone who thinks that it would be a good idea can see how terrible an experience it is, and mm-hmm. then know that, like, unequivocally, that they're wrong. There, there's why. a there's a way to do it correctly because we've seen we've seen all these communities pop up that are like LFGs and stuff like that, and if they can figure it out, I'm sure Bungie can figure out how to do it well. But in LFG, your your like your party leader or whoever's finding yeah. the ringer is selecting someone like out of a pool of people. Let me do make that. That sounds great. Make that in game in in Destiny. They do it in World of Warcraft. They do it in Final are Fantasy. About, are you talking about Guided Games? Well, it's yeah. funny that we're talking about this because yesterday we did it Guided Games and we got somebody who's never done the raid before. Really? Yeah. But we we were obviously all in mics. We were all in Discord, mm-hmm. and he he was like, "I've never done this raid before." I was kind of nervous to even like do this Guided Games thing. Yeah. Because I heard it's a very hard raid, and we just we blew through it. But can you imagine if that that guy did a matchmake raid? With five bozos who weren't on mic, <laughs> yeah. and would never yeah. ever do it again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He would hate yeah. it. He would think it was terrible. Yeah, and again, like uh, I think people think about matchmaking the way that they've implemented with strikes. No, don't do that. I think guided games is really interesting, but yeah. like you, you just simply can't get a game. Yeah, and like people have queued for an hour and never gotten a game. It's oh, it's yeah. not it's, great. So yeah. interesting concept didn't work. Take it back to the drawing board, figure something out. We're way over on time. Yeah. We're at about 40 minutes. This was supposed to be a short episode. People like the long But uh episode, yeah. Though. Hey, I really appreciate you guys being here. I'm glad you guys were able to complete it. I'm going to go complete it right now. My buddy McCadley's waiting <laughs> and we're going to run it. And uh thank you all for watching the show. Let us know what you think about Black Armory in the comments below. Please be a little bit Nice to me because I know I'm going to get flamed a lot for this episode. And that is it for this episode. Until next time, everybody. Guardians Guardians out. out.
Talmur, Sheshun Mugachi. Talmur is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My grand says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.